There is no guarantee for success, but there are ways to get closer to it when you do the right things. Who you surround yourself with is just as important as what you do. Finding the right people, the right classes, the right activities, and taking the right tests are all decisions that shape your future. Find out more today on Destination University with Dr. Cynthia Colon. Dr. Colon and her guests will give you the tips you need, whether you're a student, parent, or educator. Now, here is your host, Dr. Cynthia Colon. You're listening to Destination University, a podcast for college-bound teens, the parents and mentors and educators who support them. If that is you, you are exactly where you're supposed to be. Today, we address the community service question. So many students are required to do it. The problem is, because it is required, it can seem, can seem forced. And when it's forced, students may not find it fun. Today's guest, Heidi Johnson, founder and CEO of Charity Matters, knows the scenario all too well. She has built a life around giving, service, and has interviewed hundreds of nonprofit founders. If you are a parent looking for tips on how to get your kid to find service enjoyable, personal, all while also planning for that college resume, this episode is for you. Hello, everyone. I'm your host, Dr. Cynthia Colon, TEDx speaker, college admission strategist, and author of the book, Be Committed, Get Admitted. Welcome to Destination University. We help college-bound teens create an action plan, become interesting applicants, and write compelling essays that increase acceptance letters. We do this through online or live group classes and private counseling. Consider me your happy success expert. Being here today tells me that you are looking to get ahead, find practical advice, and take action steps. You are growing the community of happy and well-informed families across the nation. Thank you for joining the movement. We are in season nine. Oh my goodness. This is our weekly Wednesday, but this series I'm calling Better We Wednesdays because I'm interviewing former parents, educators, leaders, and college admission folks that can offer key tips and strategies on how to become a better parent, better teacher, counselor, mentor, and student. Whether your college-bound teen is in middle school or high school, you will find valuable information and what I call golden nuggets to apply immediately. Thanks for joining us today. Welcome, Heidi. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Thank you for having me, Cynthia. It's so fun to be here. I love having you and love having an excuse to be with you and in your presence because I always learn something. But I'm certain that my, my intro didn't do justice. So why don't you fill in and just uh, share the backstory of Charity Matters? Oh my goodness. Um. <laughs> Okay, well, Charity Matters is really a place where we can connect people and causes. And we I started Charity Matters after starting a nonprofit in 2003. And I started wondering, who are these people who do this work? Who starts a business that relies on the kindness of others? That's really, really hard. And this was before CNN Heroes and People Magazine Heroes Among Us. And so I went looking for my tribe um, about 12 years ago. Wow. And so since that time, I've been interviewing um, hundreds and hundreds of nonprofit founders to kind of learn about what was their story and what what made them want to serve. And I know what my story was, but I wanted to hear what everybody else's was. So that's kind of how we started all of this. Um, and it's been a really fun, incredible journey. Um, and now we have a podcast. So anyone who wants to listen to Charity Matters, we'd love to have you join us. Um, where we really talk about what I would say are modern day heroes, people who mm. give up their lives to serve others. 
Oh, I love that modern day heroes. I love that. Now you're also a parent of children who are, are I think they're all now graduated, right? Just, yeah. So. My last one just made it through. So parents <laughs> listening that you think this is the finish line is getting in, but it's getting them out. That's the finish line. So there's one more finish line, but you're so close. You're so close. Yeah. Well, and every finish line is really a starting line for the next part of your journey. But, true, true. Um, so you've been uh, not only in doing this on your own and for that 12 years with Charity Matters and, and interviewing everybody, but you have your own experience with your own kids and, when, and what they did. And I know all your kids had to do community service, you know, as a part of, uh, as a, as a requirement. As being my sons, they had to, because that's what our family does. Well, it had nothing to do with high school. I was, I was on them long before high school, but that's another story. Yes. Yes. My, <laughs> my, my correction. Okay. They were going to have to do this regardless of yes. whether you went to Catholic school or not. Yes. But, you know, you, you have an insider perspective and that's really my point is that you, you're, you've been a mom as well. Um, through this process. And so those people who are watching or listening, whether you're on YouTube or listening uh, on your on your walk somewhere, um, welcome. And so my first question is really, you know, because I get the question all the time, you know, how do, how do we get in? You know, is community, people just feel like community service is the way. But like I said in the intro, it, I don't like it to feel forced. I say, you know, don't do it if it's going to be pulling teeth. So tell us, like, why is community service important to do if you're a teenager or a young adult? Community service is important for every single human being, period. If we go back to our origins as humans, we started out in tiny villages taking care of each other. Mm -hmm. And that's the roots of it, right? It's community and connection. And, and what our ancestors knew, and I mean like cavemen, what they, everyone knew is that we need to take care of our village. We need to take care of each other. And there's great benefits in that. It, it gets you out of yourself. It is, if there's a silver bullet for mental health, it's service. There's actual endorphins that are released and you actually, actually have, it's like a drug. It is an addiction. You feel great when you do it. Oh yeah. The more you serve, the more dopamine is released into your body. That is a actual proven fact. So it is, you think going for a run, it makes you feel good. Helping someone makes you feel better. There's what? more endorphins, 100%. So there's multiple reasons why we should serve. And of course, the obvious that you want to help someone and you want to make make the world better. But it's at the end of the day, it's about finding your gifts and, and finding a way to give them to others. My favorite quote, my favorite quote. Yeah. Pablo Picasso's quote Our is my favorite quote in the entire world. Hopefully it's not reading backwards. Well, I can't, I don't have my glasses on. So read it to us. Okay. I'll read it to you. The meaning of life is to find your gift and the purpose of life is to give it away. Oh, I love that. Oh, and I that's, that. and that's what service is all about, right? It's what is your gift? What do you have to give? And everyone has something. Yeah. Everyone has something. Everyone. And they're all different and, and it's okay. There's no one size fits all. Oh my gosh. Listeners. Okay. Golden nugget. Number one. What is your gift? Mm -hmm. Find your gift. And then as Pablo Picasso says, find a way to give it away. Ooh, yep. so yep. good. Yeah. So how, so using that theme and I, you know, so I call that in my world, I call that the cool, your coolness factor, like finding your, like your thing that you really, your, your right. jam. Um, so finding your gift, how do you advise that students, young adults would use that to help them find a place to serve? 
I mean, there's so many places to serve. And I think that's what, where the, you know, students maybe get bogged down and parents don't know how to help help necessarily. So what can you share with us? How, how do we search, navigate all the possibilities? Okay. Well, first of all, there's 1.6 million nonprofits in the United States. So if you feel overwhelmed, you have a right to, okay. There's over 50,000 in Los Angeles. So if there's something that you like, if you like yoga, you could teach yoga in juvenile hall. If you like, you know, clean, there is a nonprofit for everything. So what is your interest? You know, I interviewed someone a couple of days ago, um, terrific gal named Rachel Doyle, who's now in her thirties, but in high school, she started a nonprofit called Glamour Gals. She loved beauty. She loved doing nails. She loved hair and makeup. And she just lost her grandmother. And she'd realized her grandmother had been home and isolated in um, a senior living facility. And she realized how many seniors are isolated. So she started Glamour Gals, which still goes on today. And it connects teens and seniors. And they come in and do makeovers. They will just, they'll paint someone's nails. You'll sit and paint someone's nails, but really it's not about the painting the nails or putting, giving them a lipstick shade. It's about connecting and talking to the senior. So if you love beauty, there's something like that, right? It's find your, what, let, maybe before you can find your gift, you have to find what you're interested in. So pulling it back, like, what do you like? What do you enjoy? Do you love the beach? Do you want to get involved with teaching surfing, you know, to, to underprivileged students who have disabilities or kids who have disabilities? What do you love? Do you love to surf? Do you love makeup? Do you love yoga? Do you love fashion? What do you love and go from there? Um, I'm going to give an example of my son, Henry, my middle son. Henry was a high school quarterback. Um, He worked really, really hard, like all student athletes do. And he was up at five in the morning and got home at eight at night and had to do homework until, you know, midnight and didn't have a lot of time to volunteer. But Henry had struggled learning to read. He has, he has dyslexia and it had always kind of been one of his, um, just challenges that he had in life. And so when, when I said to him, what are you going to do to give back? What are you, what are you going to do? And he said, I, I want to help someone learn to read. I want to help someone struggling to read because I, I struggled and that's what I want to do. So he joined Reading Partners. There's, I believe there's chapters all over the country. And he was a personal mentor. He had a he had a child he was assigned to, um, a low-income student, was his 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 guy. And he went um and read to him, you know, after school three days a week and worked with him. And during football season, said to the coach, I made a commitment to this little boy before I made a commitment to this team. And I need to honor that commitment. And so the coach let him do it. And, wow. and so um, it was, you know, it, it's, it, it, but he found, he got such joy out of that because he could also help the child because he understood how hard it was learning to read. Right. It so sometimes finding your challenge or your interest will lead to your, will lead to something. Well, Heidi, is there like a search engine? Like that's I mean, you know, you just blew my mind with the 1.6 nonprofit. I mean, first of all, my mother would love to do the glamour girls thing. She's a hairdresser and she's oh, the girliest girl, but she's not. It's fantastic. She's not in high school. So I don't know if she qualifies. <laughs> she um, can still help. Okay. Okay. Good. Um, but how, how do you, how do you search? Is there so, a- so there are, there are a number of sites that I think help whittle it down. Um, and I'm going to give you a couple of them. I'm okay. going to give you four. For my four top, I think. Okay. So if you're, 
a young parent and you're like listening ahead because you're a good planner and your kids are up to age 15, um, it used to be called Project Giving Kids and it recently oh. changed its name to Create the Change. I know Cynthia is familiar with this. CreateTheChange.org, they do a lot of um, volunteer opportunities online for young families. And I think also if you're listening and you have, maybe this is your older child is applying to college, but you have younger students and you're thinking, oh God, I wish I'd gotten on this earlier. I think it's never, it's always good to start early. This is not something that should be started at the 11th hour. If you have to start at the 11th hour, that's okay. But if you have an opportunity to do something earlier, it's always more impactful. And this, they have a lot of great um, family engaged activities for volunteering. So I would start with createthechange.org mm -hmm. in age group. Um, Points of Light is a really great um, organization that does, um, and it's similar a little bit to Volunteer Match, wow. both of those. Points of Light and Volunteer Match um, will go by your zip code, and they will give you opportunities in your area. So you can put in your zip code, and then it will pop up. You can also put in what you're interested in. Mm -hmm. So, um, But ideally, you kind of want to go by lo location, especially yeah. if you're a teenager. You don't really want your mom. Like, I had to drive my oldest son to South Central L.A. He <laughs> fell in love with someone, this whole project in South Central, and it was just not – it was really a nightmare for me commuting. <laughs> but I, he went every day after school for for two years till he had his license and it about killed me. I so, love that Heidi, that you're being real because the parents are listening and are like, yeah, like, cause I, I would be like, uh, I'm not doing that. I'm not driving you all the over. I <laughs> did because I made such a big deal about him. And he actually, and he actually got the presidential, the platinum level presidential yeah. service of honor, which was really great for his college application. Yeah. But he, but he truly loved the work he was doing. Um, with an after school program in South Central. So that's why um why I I kept the commitment till he could drive himself. <laughs> um so then the last one, so we've got um create the change, point points of light dot uh, org and um volunteer match. And then the last one would be catch a fire. Now catchafire.org, I I give a lot of college kids this tip, but I okay. think that actually these high school kids are so smart, so talented and so clever that this might actually be a great resume builder for them as well. And let me tell you about Catch a Fire. It's, and all of these are, Catch a Fire is the most like, I would say, maybe a dating app. Having never been on a dating app, but I'm going to say it is a little bit. Catch a Fire, you can do an online volunteer project for like a week or two. So let's just say oh. as a nonprofit founder, I go on and say, I'm looking for, um, a graphic artist to create some graphic design for me, or I'm looking for some social media help to help with my social media. I bet every single high school student is a rock star at social media. I need help with, with YouTube. You can go on as a nonprofit on Catch a Fire and post what your volunteer job description that you look, you're looking for. Um, and they can try it on for like a two week project, a three week project. What it gets them, A, they get to meet the people. B, it's a great resume builder. C, they get skill levels that are a little bit higher than stuffing envelopes and experience. You might not get that personal one-on-one -on -one, um, fulfillment that Henry got reading to that child, mm -hmm. but you might get a resume builder and start figuring out your gifts. Mm -hmm. I see what you're saying. So if a student loves to edit videos. Correct. They can like put themselves on there and a nonprofit can match with them that way. Yes. I see what you're saying. Ooh, 
I love that idea. And they vol it's volunteering and you get it. They don't, they obviously don't pay you, but also professionals listening, parents listening. If you're an accountant and a nonprofit's looking for, you know, a CPA or someone to help on the financials, what a great way for you to give your time that you can do it from home, mm -hmm. use your gifts to the quote, use your gifts meaningfully mm -hmm. and, and feel like you're making a difference without like stuffing an envelope or doing something that just feels like it's not, you're actually helping an organization that really needs help that they would have to pay a lot of money to hire someone like you. Right. So I really think um, catchafire.org is a great, they're based out of San Francisco, but they're all over the country and they're, they're a matchmaker for yeah. volunteers and nonprofits. Oh my gosh, that is so great. Good tip there. Oh my God. So those are my hot, those are my hot tips. Okay. So give us, so why service is um, good for the soul, you explained, and how can students make it personal finding their gift and where can they get started? And, and um, if you're listening, watching, I took notes and I'll probably put them in the show notes as well, but you guys, this is gold on the ground. So if you have your beverage of choice and you're in pen and paper, like I tell you, createthechange.org, pointsoflight.org. Is it volunteermatch.org also? Correct. Or Dot Correct. Org. Dot org. Dot org and catch a fire. I that catch a fire thing is is really inspiring me. Now I would love for you to share two or three examples of um, you know some of maybe your favorites or the ones that you remember that would resonate with some of our um, listeners that have high school students. And I like the story about once upon a room. I think you told me that story a long time, and then I I started following them. Um, so I use that as an example with my private clients, but you're, you know, if you want to share it here, that's sure. Cool. I'd love to. Well, I mean, I also think that service should be fun. So if you can do it with friends, do it with friends, you know, get your, get your group. I'm going to tell kind of a silly story. My kids are going to kind of hate me, but um, my oldest son at uh, his high school, they have seniors have a month long service project. And just, I mean, boys are boys. Right. And so these boys heard about this, this, um, project that had like, it sounded like a, like a Mexican resort, the name of the project. And so I, he, my son comes home and says, you know, he's senior in high school. I'm going to do this project at like Consuelo, Lay, whatever it is, you know, whatever this name was. And I said, oh, well, why did you pick that? He, well, we think it sounds like a resort. I said, <laughs> chances are probably pretty good that it's not, but hey, that's okay. So, but there, he goes, well, the four of us are going to do it together for the month. So they were working with, they didn't realize, but they're working with um, mentally disabled children and adults. And three days a week, they were in the playground with children and and two days a week, they were with adults. The first day they got to the, um, the adults, there was an auditorium with a bunch of um, mentally handicapped, mentally challenged adults in wheelchairs, just sitting in a room with nothing. There was no game. They were just parked. And they they were told, these four kids were told, do whatever you want. They're like, wait, what? There's no guidelines. There's no anything. So the boys decided, <laughs> you know what? We're going to do karaoke. We're going to oh. do karaoke. And we're going to bring in karaoke. Because they're like, what would be fun for us to do for an hour? They. Right. They, they, they're not getting feedback. They don't know. So they bring in karaoke and they put Beyonce's, put a ring on it. 
all the single ladies, whatever, the room goes wild. I mean, oh these adults loved the music, loved the karaoke. They were using their body, their speech, whatever they could to sing along. Hunter said, we got so much joy out of seeing how happy we made them with karaoke. Yeah. He said, we, we didn't know what we were doing, but they ended up doing karaoke for an hour, twice a week for a month. And they said, we felt so great about our karaoke. And he goes, we got into it, our playlist. We we found out what they liked more. We could kind of tell they were more into, they, they liked the vibration. Oh, the music. Right. So it was fun. They loved it, but it was unexpected because they got into that room and they were scared. They didn't know what to do. They were, and they made it fun and it was fun for everybody and everyone got joy out of it. So, so make it fun. Um, for sure, but, but find something that you love. Some things are more instant gratification like that than yeah. others. And so like once upon a room, um, my youngest son, um, his really dear friend, Josie was, um, born part of a Siamese twin. And as a result, she was separated at this at the skull with her sister and was never going to be able to walk because the balance part of her brain was separated um in the detachment surgery and so she is in a, a kind of a stand-up um wheelchair and she had multiple surgeries and um her mother jenny her adopted mother jenny uh would always just decorate her room when she had surgeries twinkle lights and and bring in comforters and throw pillows and just make it not feel like a hospital room and so Josie said to her mother, uh, I think her sophomore year in high school, you know, I want to do this for other kids. Can we do this? Oh. And so Josie and her best friend, Sienna, um, started a nonprofit along with her, their mother's support called Once Upon a Room, onceuponaroom.org. You can go look it up. They're now in 22 hospitals across the country. And my youngest son, Ford, and his friend, Thomas, um, were recruited because they were good friends with the girls and they were kind of asked to help build the junior ground crew, which was 300 high school <gasps> volunteers to help, to help do these rooms. So they go into really right. sick kids rooms and do extreme hospital room makeover. And it is literally like watching a TV show. A child will be wheeled out for his birthday. It might be his birthday. He might've just found out that he had some they had some bad news. They might be really suffering or or just really struggling with something, and they're 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 nominated to get their room done. But it isn't just doing their room. It's like, what does that child love? That child loves Batman, or that child loves the Dodgers, but loves the Dodgers number so and so the pitcher, right? Like, it is so detailed. And so the 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 child's out of the room. These little mice come in, and they literally Dodger betting child's name. Dodger equipment, Dodger toys, signed Dodger things. I mean, everything you can imagine. You walk into this room and if you go ah. into um, and Instagram and look at onceuponaroom.org, you can see some of the before and afters. It's unbelievable. And then they take everything home with them. So that experience is, is an instant gratification, which I know a lot of people want with service, which is not always the way service works, right? Mm, Sometimes right. it's... So it it's yeah. just... Think about where you are, what your time available is, what gifts you have, what your expectation is. Because okay. some people do the long game, like my son who was reading to his, you know, his right. formed this long relationship that was really beautiful. Some want that instant fix. Um, you know, it, it comes in all shapes and sizes, just like everyone mm -hmm. listening. I would be the instant fix. 
uh, that would be me because I, I'd be like, okay, which day, can, you know, like it also is like just time and like, but that would be fun. It's also. really fun. It's really yeah. fun. And we're, they're literally, and when Ford went to college um, uh, and Sienna happened to go to the same school, they went to the Ch Cook's Children's Hospital in Fort Worth, Texas, where, since they went to TCU and uh, go frogs. Go frogs. And I had to get that in there. Go frogs. And, um, and they talked to the child life specialist and said, we want to bring our program here. So they took their volunteer experience from high school, their nonprofit, and they brought it to college with them. So uh, this is, um, I would love to ask if you would indulge me in one more question. I know I, I said I'd give you three questions and now we're at five. Um, <laughs> but when someone has an idea, okay, so this once one room, let's just take this. You know, how does one at 15 or 16 years old penetrate? Like, what would be a first step? Like, what did she do? Like, she's the 15-year-old and she calls like the the chief of staff at the hospital like what do you do you know how well you get in, her, in, in her case she'd been a patient right. for so long and they had so many relationships with the child life specialist on that floor that they were able to start at children's hospital los angeles then children's hospital los angeles um child life specialist is friends with the ucla mattel children's oh. and she says hey you guys aren't doing this over here and turns out all those child life specialists are, you know, they come together for meetings once a year and things like that. And they all share best practices and the word gets out. So Got little it. by little is kind of how, but it really started in Southern California. And then yeah. the kids took it to Fort Worth and then it started going, well, gosh, can we do this in Florida? And yeah, I think we can. Oh, that's great. Now um, they get these donations for all these rooms. Yeah, and so people that's sponsor a whole, them. a whole team of uh, people who are getting the spo sponsorships, right? Yeah. Well, also a lot of companies like to do team building activities mm -hmm. and they want to do something instant. So if you're a, a company uh, and you're looking for something, you say, I want to sponsor the floor. Yeah. I want to do a floor and I have, you know, 20 employees and we want to do something together. Um, you can reach out to once upon a room and uh, they can give That's you the great. specifics and you will, you know, you get all, they'll buy everything, but you'll pay for, you know, those things that we that are left behind with the, with the children. Right. Oh, so great. Well, uh, those of you who've been following me for a long time, you know that I call this sort of the coolness factor. And like uh, when I work with private students, I we that was one of the think pieces that we do. We find what is there going to be your coolness project. So I, I liken it to like a Girl Scout Gold Award or an Eagle Scout or something that has impact and is something bigger than yourself. So these are some really great ideas for those of you who <laughs> who want to do it in service. So. Okay, Heidi, before I let you go and do the outro, please tell everyone how they can find you, contact you, uh, your organizations, all of that. All right. Well, thank you again, Cynthia. Um, if anyone wants to sign up for the Charity Matters um, blog, our website is charity- yes, we have the dash, charity-matters.com. That person holding the Charity Matters without the dash a ransom. I will never forgive them. But anyway, charity-matters.com. <laughs> you can you can follow us on Instagram at Charity Matters. And you can go to podcasts wherever you listen, Apple, Spotify for Charity Matters, and listen to our podcast where we interview really exciting nonprofit founders that might give you some ideas about service and places to start volunteering as well. I highly recommend, even if you just go through the playlist, and pick and choose what you want to listen to. You're going to get some great ideas. So I, that's that's definitely true. So, okay, charity-matters.com.
dot com, right? Dot com, dot com. Okay, good. Well, at least you got the dot com. <laughs> All right. Well, um, so community service is not a must for the college resume. I want to make that very, very clear. However, most families believe it looks good and I get that. But at the end of the day, at the end of the day, it fuels and feeds the soul. So highly recommend. And in my book, chapter three, tip number 10, talks more about community service and offers three types of ways to serve, giving you three more examples. So I would do that. So here's my, my own truth. Once I realized that even smart adults need key information and a list of early to-dos for your child to achieve his or her college dreams, I wrote the book, Be Committed, Get Admitted. The book is designed to have families follow a seven-step college blueprint and is sure to help reduce family stress and increase college success. Be Committed, Get Admitted is the perfect eighth grade graduation gift, but whenever you pick it up for your child, niece, nephew, grandkid, they're going to gain valuable information. It's a quick and easy read meant for any and every high school student who is even thinking about the possibility of college. Don't wait. You want to get your copy today. For a limited time, you can get a free digital copy as a gift from me. Just go to my website, Dr. Cynthia Colon. That's C-O-L-O-N dot com. Dr. No dot. D-R-C-Y-N-T-H-I-A-C-O-L-O-N dot com. And there it is. Again, the community service chapter is chapter three, tale number 10. That's all I have for you today, my friends. Thank you for tuning in to Destination University. I'm Dr. Cynthia Colon, your happy success expert. If this episode has in any way helped to fuel or inspire you, please share this episode with three people in the next 30 minutes. Thanks for listening. This week, you can subscribe to Destination University wherever you get your podcasts. And while you're there, leave us a review. It sure does help a lot. By subscribing and reviewing, you are helping to grow this community of happy and well-informed families across the nation. And if you haven't binge listened to the previous seasons, do it. If you know an eighth grader in high school, dive in and take every piece of advice possible. Start with episode one, where I interview my very own mother. You'll love her. And she is a hairdresser, so we're going to do the Glamour Girls. Once again, if you found value today, please share this episode with three families in the next 30 minutes. I'll be sure to see you next week, same time, same place. Until then, wherever you are, may you have a happy and sunny day. Bye for now. Thank you so much for listening this week to Destination University. Be sure to join Dr. Cynthia Colon again and get one step closer to your success. 